Hi, this is Drake Hilpert. And I'm Tiana McDonald. And this is It's, it's time, time for, for Wine. Wine. Except for this time, it's our brunch episode. So it's time for Bloody Marys and... Mimosas. Of course. Um, so I did the Bloody Marys. I'm a, we love Bloody Marys. I'm a huge fan. Oh, gosh. We are harsh critics of Bloody Marys. Yes. And I think I really nailed it today. She did. So I did. I did an extra spicy Bloody Mary mix Ooh. with just some Seagram's vodka. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I've never actually, I don't think I've had Seagram's, unless you've made it. You have. Me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have. Yeah, you have, because yeah. that's what me and Jake buy. Perfect. Um, But I, like, really went full out. Like, I got a pitcher, and I, like, made it on the pitcher, did some celery salt. Um, Is did, that what's around the rim? Yeah. It's delicious. And then I do the lime chili hot sauce. And it just kind of like adds I a mean, nice little kick. It's perfect. Yeah, it's really good. The consistency, amazing. Yeah, not too thick. Yeah, you know, very okay. nice. So I bought the stuff with the mimosas, and I got a barefoot bubbly, a brute. Please don't make me say that. <laughs> don't make me say it. All right, a brute. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a simply lemonade blueberry for the juice. So not orange juice. We went a little. We're a little extra. I, like, well, I think it's nice to change it up. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. So pop that bottle. Woo. Oh, shit. There it is. All right. And boom goes Skip. the dynamite. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, um, today we're going to have just like a short story at the beginning. I'm going to go in a little bit about the history of the Bloody Mary. Oh, shit. Let's do it. Make <laughs> time. Okay. So, let's get into a little information about the origins of Bloody Mary. Love it. Let's do it. Okay? So, the folklore of Bloody Mary. She's also called Hell Mary or Wary Mary. Hell or Hail? Hell? Like hell. Hell. Okay, got it. Hell. Perfect. The underworld. Opposite of three Hell Marys. Oh, right? my God. I don't know what a Hail Mary is. Um, Catholics, like, they'll be like, that's, you did this, three Hail Marys. Oh, okay. I, I, Hail Marys, yes. See, now I'm getting really off topic because right? you said that because I actually used to think that Hail Marys were like burpees. They they could be considered burpees. <laughs> what if a priest is like three Hail Marys and you're like, fuck, one. <laughs> you it. guys can't see it, but I'm doing burpees. <laughs> okay. You're doing the arm motion. Bad okay. got it. God. Okay. So, Bloody Mary, Wary Mary, Hail Mary uh, is a ghost or phantom conjured to reveal the future. She appears in a mirror when her name is chanted repeatedly. And in some stories, this is three times, and in others, it's 13. Historically, the ritual encouraged young women to walk up a flight of stairs backwards, holding a candle in one hand and a hand mirror in the other. The mirror was supposed to show their future husband's face. There was always a chance, though, that they would see a skull or the grim reaper's face in the mirror, meaning they would die before they were ever able to marry. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, there's a lot of variations of this lore. And the scientific explanation for it is that when you're in dim lighting uh-huh. and the light is continuously changing with a candle or, like, flicking lights on and off, it induces hallucinations. Like a strobe light. Yeah. Where it's like, okay. Induces hallucinations. Um, but the drink, however, was created in the 1920s by oh. Fernand Petiot. He was an American bartender working at Harry's New York Bar in Paris. 
and at the time it was just equal parts vodka and tomato juice like just no hot half. sauce no Worcestershire so we've improved that a lot oh yes could you imagine just I mean that sounds kind of bland. that's what my Nana drinks <sighs> Nans yeah it just sounds bland I know um but that's just a short little overview of the history of the Bloody Mary and I got that information from Wikipedia and a website called bestbloodymarys.com Okay, so this week is my story, and I will be doing a story that has a little, uh, little murder, a little drama, a little rich people. No, rich people are in this story. Little rich people? Little rich. <laughs> the tiniest rich people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, Munchkin Land. <laughs> but they're all wealthy. But Upper East Side. <laughs> oh my God. Do we write a screenplay? <laughs> all right, so I'm doing the story on Richard John Bingham the 7th Earl of Lucan, and the murder of their nanny. Have you ever heard the story? No. Okay. It's a good one. Um, I honestly didn't know it until I watched the documentary. I was like, oh, that's a good story. Oh, there's a doc. Nice. There's a doc, yeah. Okay. So Richard, um, also known as Lord Lucan, which is what I'll refer, refer to him as, or just Lucan, was okay. born December 18th, 1934. He was the son of George Bingham, 6th Earl, and Caitlin Dawson which I think is kind of a weird name for when she was born. So I looked into this. Um, she was born in 1900, and I just really bugged me. I was like, that can't be a common name. Like, Caitlin doesn't sound like... Is it 1900? 1900. Okay. Doesn't sound like a common name back then. Um, how do you feel about that name? I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely name. Personally, I won't use it for my own offspring. That's fair. That's fair. Well... Because I am who I am, I looked up uh, how common of a name it was, which now that I'm saying it, it's like, why? Why Tiana? But I did it. It's such a normal name. I know. <laughs> in 1900, um, the most 200 popular names is what I looked up, and she was 134, most popular. I love fun facts, and I'm going to probably be saying that at every party I go to. Just say it, because that's, <laughs> there's a few fun facts in here, and I did that for you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. So, um, he was evacuated during World War II as a child. So he had to leave Britain, but he returned um, and studied at Eton College. So I also did some research on Eton College. Oh my God, yes. Yes. So <laughs> Eton College is in Windsor, England, and um, it was actually found in 1440 by King Henry V. Um, it's, an, it's a boarding school. So for us, I mean, U.S., we don't really, we have a few boarding schools, but not, it's not really we have, I, yeah. I think maybe we have like one or two. The only one I know about is Pacific Coast Academy. Yeah, it's just not, like, I feel like our parents like to parent us, so they don't send us away, Yeah, you know? But at Eden, you go from 13 to 18. And some popular people, some famous people, if you will, that attended that was Antony Armstrong Jones, which was married to Princess, um, oh shit, I can't think of her name right now. Princess Margaret, thank you. Yeah. You know? Maggie. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Lee, which if you guys are probably like, who is that? Look it up. He was in Lord of the Rings. And he what? Was, oh, my God. Who did he play? He, oh, God. I don't even remember his name. He was, look it up. Look it up right now. Okay. okay. I'm gonna, and I'm, I'm going to keep it. talking. Yeah, keep okay. talking. Okay. So Christopher Lee, Lord of the Rings. He went to Eton College. And then, of course, Prince William and Prince Harry. So it's a very prestigious school. You know, um, most aristocrats are, they're sent off to school. They go do their thing. They're expected to be just the, the best of British society. Um. So about him in his adult life, he loved to gamble and drink. He was very much a playboy. 
he was like, I'm rich, I'm good looking for, well, I think he was considered good looking, but not really my type, you know, did you find it? Yeah, he plays Saruman. Perfect. That's probably why I didn't remember, because he was a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. But he was in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was a playboy, he liked to gamble, he liked to drink, he was what we consider now, um, like a fuck boy of the turn of the century. Yeah, exactly. You would say? Well, this would be like, so now he ruled in the like 60s. No, because he was born in wow. 1934. I'm... So he's like 30 at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, when it's that far back, I always like... It you just know does, I mean? yeah. Time yeah. doesn't register the same. Um, so he enjoyed backgammon, which I don't know what the fuck that is, but in bridge. Back. I know bridge. Okay, bridge, yeah. Yeah. You guys are good at card games. I Is that even a card game? What is that? <sighs> Perfect. And he would go to the Claremont Club, which was a newly found popular club for rich white men. Love it. So Love the times. And he would go for hours. Um, but just, and he wasn't very good. Sorry. Um, he wasn't very good. He would lose a lot of money. His, his losses like greatly outweighed how much he won. But despite that, he decided to quit his great job that his dad, of course, got him. At a bank. Let's not knock our dads getting us jobs. Touche. <laughs> Shout out Adam. Take what you can get. <laughs> um, so he left it and decided to become a professional gambler, which if you're bad. Also, just most people probably shouldn't choose to do that as their only profession. You know, because you gotta uh, get. You need hobby. money to gamble with. Exactly. So if you're not winning, he wasn't winning. Where is it coming from? I actually think I have heard this story. Have you heard it? I oh, think shit. So. Okay. Okay. Keep, keep going. You probably have. Um, but yeah, so he was a playboy. Like, he liked expensive boats. He drove an Aston Martin. Like, he just would drink and he'd spend all of his nights at clubs gambling, doing things that we, yeah. He sounded cool, but <laughs> in the worst way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, fun fact. You got it. You ready? Yes. He, his, because of his lifestyle and his reputation, he was actually considered to play the role of James Bond. Whoa. Yeah. They looked at him. He, he turned down the casting call, but they, what the fuck? They reached out to him. I know. Right. That is, I had to double check. I was like, there's, hold on. Let me double check. How do you turn that down? Right. His life might've gone a totally different way. I think he probably thought he was James Bond, but. But without being a spy. Right? Not even cool. All right, 1963. Okay, so we're in 60s. He marries Veronica Duncan, which I will send the pictures I have for you, but she seems very, like, cute British, like, short, cute blonde hair. Kind of like Daisy from Yes. Gatsby? Exactly. Yeah. Like a very put-together, adorable, yes. easy to notice. So um, they marry, and on the night of their wedding, one of their friends had gifted them um, almost like like a good sum to gamble at his casino, which is what he wanted it for. He gambled away and lost all of it and went <laughs> on the night of their wedding. <laughs> like he like, no going back to the room. He took her to the casino first. I can't. <laughs> Could, I mean. Divorce court immediately. immediately. Oh, red flag. And I guarantee there were plenty of red flags before that. There were so many. <laughs> to the point where she was just like, wait, wait a second. Oh, fuck. I fucked up. Yeah. But we've all been there. Big time. <laughs> well, I've been there. <laughs> all right. Two months after the wedding, um, Lord Lucan's father died. So he was 
he was initially Lord Lucan, his father. He was just right. an earl at the time. So his father dies two months after they get married, and they step up in rank. Good. <laughs> yeah. He's a lord now? Yeah, he's a lord now. So now she just married him. He has a gambling addiction. He fucking sucks. And now she is stuck with him because they're, whole, they're like their household now, you know? He took that title. So not only did he inherit the title, he inherited 250,000 pounds. Did he gamble it all away? <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I wrote, is life good? Question mark. You're rich now and everything's fine. Dot, dot, dot. So you have a severe gambling addiction. Exactly. Men are never happy. Seek help also. Go get help. It is a disease. So what is a terrible marriage without three children? Right? <laughs> Oh my god, I just spit up like, like so much mimosa. You like that? <laughs> oh my paper. Um, by 1970, they had had three children. Francis, George, and Camilla. And Not the Camilla, by the way. The one that ruined uh, Diana's marriage. Oh, okay. Fuck you, Camilla. Very common name. Right? Over there, I guess. I know. I'm really into the names over there now. Yeah. Do we just do a whole study? We'll, we'll circle back. <laughs> do, we, do we conduct a study? Do we do that? <laughs> I think the census did it. Uh, so after the three kids in 1970, Veronica started getting postnatal depression, which that's tough, you know? I mean, that's, I don't know if anybody else out there has had kids, but bad time, Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. So right. what did her husband do? Support her. You know, he helped her out. He helped her through this hard time. She gave him three beautiful children. Oh, he did? No, he didn't. Uh, no, he gaslighted the shit out of her. <laughs> Sorry. You like that? A little yeah, razzle you, dazzle in this. You had me going. I know. I was like, really? That's no. a shock. Yeah. No. no, he didn't do that at all. He kept gambling. He Reverse kept... that shock. I am thoroughly unsurprised. Naturally. It's, you know. I mean, he's he's a dick. He's a, he's a bad guy. Yeah. I liked him for like maybe two seconds and I was like, Oh, no, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. So, 1970s, she's having all these problems. You know, she's depressed. She doesn't want to get out of bed. They have nannies as it is because that's just their social standing. Like, Yeah. Yeah. That's just how their life is. But what does he do? He tries to get her admitted to a hospital, to a psychiatric hospital, because he says, she's gone mad. <laughs> she's gone completely bonkers. She's gone mad. She's, she's out of her wits. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We got to work on those. <laughs> was that not good? I felt I, I good like was, as I said it. Those at home, let us know. <laughs> or in your car, wherever you are. <laughs> For our UK audience, mm. let us know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, but props to her. She was like, fuck you. I'm not crazy. This is what's going on. I will agree to home visits. So she would have a psychiatrist okay. come. And I mean, you could, at that point in time as a husband, you could admit your husband still in the 70s so yeah how she figured that out i don't even know but obviously their marriage isn't great he continues to gamble he continues to drink there was hints of affairs throughout like the articles i read but i won't say for sure because there's no proof allegedly exactly we can all draw our own conclusions yeah so 1972 he finally moves out and you know you would think he likes to gamble he likes to drink he doesn't really care about his kids ever until this point in time when he's like, I don't want you to have them. Oh, my God. The fucking worst. You picked it 
a story that you knew is going to get me worked I know. <laughs> it was a good story. Like, I was like, there's so much to it. It's like, and there's so much I left out, too. Like, I mean, you can find... I, I'll cite my sources, but there's details that I left out. So, 1972, he moves out. He wants to get the kids. So, what does he do? Go through the court of law. Be, you know, a good adult and just, like... No. I'm going to say no. Good. You're, you're catching I'm on catching to this pattern. On. Yeah. No. He actually uh, tries to prove that she's an unfit mother for no reason, and... Hires spies or will sit outside for hours himself and watch the house and <laughs> shut stuff down. I will never get over this whole idea that <laughs> people who just have money, they're just like, let's just always have a PI. Oh my God, we can just do anything we want. It's like, just fucking chill. Just relax. <laughs> you have so much money. Oh my God, go, go on, on a cruise. Do something relaxed. Get it, like, literally. There's so many options. (laughs) Maybe go to therapy. Because you have the money for that. Also, therapy should be free. It should be. Cheers to mental health. That was a very light cheers. I know, we used different glasses. You used the Bloody Mary and I used the mimosa glass. Alright, so, he is, a.k.a. a stalker. Wrote that in all caps. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Which, apparently, if you're a white male, that doesn't matter, but... We we knew that. Yeah, we knew. We've been new. We've been new. All right. <laughs> um, so during this time, uh, a series of nannies worked for them. If I was a nanny and the father of the kids I'm watching is following me to the park while I'm watching these kids. I'm going to be a little freaked out. I'm going to have a hard time. He actually <laughs> had some of his spies walk up to a nanny one time and be like, hey, um, the kids are supposed to come with their father. And she didn't know what to do, so she was like, oh, you're like... All right. Sorry, I have a teardrop, because shit, that Bloody Mary is spicy. Oh, is it good? It's really good, though. No, it's like, you know what I mean? I got some some seasoning. I actually kind of measured this time. I usually just am like, okay, 20 dashes of hot sauce. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Does it burn when I put it in my mouth? Mm, Yes. Yes. It's okay. Good. All right. So, uh, the last of the nannies was Sandra Rebet. Um, she was known as being cute, right, and well-liked. So, like, just a super cute. You know, she's a 70s Perfect. girl. She had Perfect child. really nice, like, hair. She has really good hair. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, we'll post I'm pictures. Excited. All right, so 7th of November, 1974. This is two years after he moved out. Um, Veronica was upstairs in the master bedroom of their old home with their oldest daughter, Frances, watching TV. Sandra came in and asked, uh, would, would, would you like some tea? You know? Of course. Tea. It's tea time. It's tea time. It's always tea time. One of them's calling. All I did was drink tea. Yeah. It's honestly concerning. Um, so, of course, Veronica was like, yeah, oh, bitch, I want some tea. Let's do it. And Sandra wants to go get some tea. So, probably, like, says half hour, hour past, whatever. It's mixed reviews. Um, Sandra didn't come back. And Veronica was like, where's my tea? So she left Frances in the bedroom and went to go check the kitchen. And on the way to the kitchen, she noticed that all the lights were all of a sudden like off. Everything was off. It was super dark. Um, and then all of a sudden she was attacked. So she was attacked. She's being beaten over the head. She's fighting. And she hears this voice that says, shut up. And it's, it's her husband's voice. She recognizes that it's Lord Lucan. So um, she's just fighting, fighting, fighting. And she finally looks up and is like, please don't kill me. And he looks down at her and she's like, where is, where's Sandra? 
and he kind of is like hesitant. He doesn't really say anything. He's trying to avoid it, and he's just like kind of like trying to yeah trying to manhandle her. And he finally admits that he killed her. And um, they kind of stop, and she does what a lot of victims kind of do, and she tries to like play to his like sense of like very nice almost his ego. And so she says like, "Well, what are we gonna do with this body? We need to hide this body." Like trying to like help him. Okay. Yeah. I watch Criminal Minds. I right? know what she's up to. Yeah, you know, she's like, oh, if I make him feel comfortable. Make him feel like I'm on his side. I can get out of this life. So she's like, what are we doing with this body? He kind of let her go. He's still a little on edge. And they go upstairs. Mind you, Francis is still in the bedroom. So and that's their child. Yes, that's their oldest child. Okay. Um, so she's sitting on the bed. She sees her dad covered in blood. Her mom covered in blood. Awesome. And what does her dad do? Sends her upstairs for bed. She's like, go to bed. Dude. The therapy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Mm. Hard pass. <laughs> I would not. No. So, she gets sent up to bed, and um, they're kind of in the bedroom. And he goes in the bathroom. He asks her if she has any barbiturates, which, for anybody who doesn't know what barbiturates were, um, yeah. Me. They, the movie studios used to use them a lot. Or, excuse me, Hollywood. Um, they'd give them to, like, Judy Garland. Get it. No, I was just saying, don't cover your mouth. Oh, don't cover my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I have a habit. Sorry. Um, Judy Garland was like fed them when she was like 15. It's, it's like diet pills. It's almost like diet pills, and it's something to like speed. It's barbiturates to sleep, speed to stay awake. So they would like give like all these old movies. We'll get into okay. old Hollywood. Because Love it. I know some shit about old Hollywood. Oh my God. Okay. Dude. Yes. Let's go in on this. Let's do it. Next week. So, he asked if she had any barbiturates, and um, she he was looking through the cupboards. He's washing off blood. He's in the bathroom. She's in the bed, and she's like, all right, he's got the water on. This is my time. And she fucking ran. She dashed out of the house. She was like, I need to go get help. Ran down the stairs. Okay. No shoes, nothing. Just, like, left. Just went down the street to get help. So, um, in the documentary, watch, she kind of talks about it. She's like, I'm sure he was probably, like looking around like where was I but she wasn't there for that so yeah. no one really knows what happened so she runs she goes gets help that happens um and then all right so I just want day. everyone to know that Tiana's reading this off of a <laughs> of lime green printer paper which I haven't seen since my fourth grade science project I couldn't find my notebook <laughs> Not just what you have. It's from my scrapbooking box. Oh, I have, I, I have one of those. Yeah. I mean, I haven't touched it in years, but. Oh, I scrapbook every weekend. Well, do we, do we get drunk and scrapbook? Do we scrapbook today? Oh my I God. I actually have stuff to make friendship bracelets. Oh shit. Let's circle back. Okay. We'll come back sorry. To this. Okay. All right. So she dashes out of the house, goes and calls the cops. So, you know, between then and what I'm about to say is the cops getting involved and they're going to find the body and he actually stuffed the nanny's body in like a bag of, it's kind of sounds like flour, but it's like. A British version of flour? I don't know. It was something weird. I just didn't write it down. Flour? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> no R. He stashed her body in a bag. So what he does after this um, is he calls his mom and tells her to go pick up the kids. And he makes up a story that he just happened to be passing by the house. And he saw a man fighting with his wife. And he tried to help her, but he doesn't know what happened. That's what he tells his mom. So... Amazing. Yes. It's not even a well-constructed lie. It's the worst lie ever, <laughs> but by God, does he stick to it. 
So later that day, um, he's supposed to go to the police station. He doesn't show. Shocker. Two days later, mind you, two days later, they still haven't issued a warrant. They haven't really... He's a white man. He's a, and I keep saying this because it's important. It's He's a rich white man. In the 70s, especially. Fucking stupid. God, it's stupid. All of the evidence points towards him, but they give him some time to turn himself in. So. Well, because he couldn't possibly. It's just, he, he's shooken <sighs> up. He's, he's you know, in he's been shock. Through a lot. Yeah. He just lost his nanny. <laughs> the nanny? <laughs> I know I'm a bad singer, but you remember the nanny? No. On um, the Nickelodeon? I didn't watch that. You didn't watch the nanny? No. You didn't stay up late enough then. I did. I watched George Lopez. <laughs> so, mind you. I'll Check spare your everyone on from that. seeing that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, the next day, a few days later, uh, he calls his mom again. And she's like, hey, you need to come back. Like, you need to come back. By the way, there's a policeman here. Would you like to talk to him? And he's like... No, I'll be by tomorrow. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> Give him my best. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk. Give him my best. <laughs> no, I'm good. And then I wrote in quotations, white privilege. Facts. Um, Say it if you feel it. Boom. And I'll cheers to that. So the next day, he posts two letters. By post, I mean send. That's what they use in the terminology, so I figured I'd... I'd use it. I like it. Show some respect to the R-U-K-N's. Which you can find online. And honestly, I suggest you go. Should we post the letters? I can find them. Yes. Okay. (laughs) This fucking guy. I read the letters. It's too much to read. It just, we'll post them. Okay. Um, He's still saying it wasn't him in all the letters. He wrote to his, are you okay? Fuck me, dude. I just stepped on a piece of glass. Is that when Josh broke the glass? Oh my god, it's so Are deep. Are you okay? Hold on, let me Oh my it. god, it's so deep. I don't know the password. <laughs> Ow! Fuck! We'll cut it out. Are you okay? No! It's it? a piece of my bong that Jake broke last week. Oh. Uh, no! Okay, we just had to take a quick break there. Um, Tiana, take it back. All right. So he had called his mom, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, hey, you know, you need to come back. There's a policeman here. You should talk to him. And he's like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to talk to him. So that's where we left off. Um, he posted two letters, which we'll post. Oh, that's where we left off. Yes. Fine. All right. So we'll put up two letters. Um, but he was again saying like, I didn't do it. There was a man. It's crazy. And if you read these letters, he's not a very good liar. Even well, through written word. Well, also <laughs> written word seems like the hardest place to lie. Right. It's really bad. Um, so one of the letters was to his brother and it was saying, Hey, it's not me. And another one was settling debts. Like he wrote like a letter that was like, Hey, this debt, this debt, this debt, you need to fix this. It's, it's fucking weird. Interesting. It's okay. weird as shit. November 8th. That's four. What is that? Four days after? Four days after the murder. Um, another letter is sent. And all I wrote was, these letters, dude. Dot, dot, dot. So, he, he wrote it to a friend. And I just, this little snippet will give you an idea. Okay. This is what he said. Beginning of the letter. Dear blank. I had a traumatic night of unbelievable 
coincidence. However. I love coincidence. Right? However, I won't bore you. And then goes into like some other shit. That's how we started out the letter. He's wanted for murder. You know, and that's. What? Yeah. Okay. So this guy. God, this fucking guy. All right. November 12th, an official warrant is finally issued for him. November 12th. Wow. Right? He's the only suspect. Just now issued. Well, there was a witness. Yeah. <laughs> so he is nowhere to be found. Um, and the, you can find the court case. It's a bunch of shit. He never shows up through the whole court case. So eventually he is found guilty. It's obvious it's him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he actually became the first lord um, to officially be named a, a murderer since 1760. Oh, wow. Like, the first in a long time. So he shamed his whole family. But Dishonor. Dishonor on your family. <laughs> what is that? Is that something? Yes, Milan. Love it. Milan again. Keeps going back. Never ending. Um, so the thing that sucks for his family is, since he was never found, he's just fucking gone. No body equals the title can't be passed on to his eldest son. His money can't be passed on to his wife. Because he's still, like, they don't know if he's dead or, like, what. So, he could still be alive. Exactly. He could, he's, like, our grandparents' age. Yeah, exactly. So, he just, and I mean, at this this is still in the 70s, so he's, like, it's he's young. Yeah. They're just, like, we don't know where he's at. So, his family just is shit out of luck. Just is fucked. Yeah. So, they lose, they lose a lot, and you can look into that, too. Um, some of his friends suspect that, like, he committed suicide, Others think that, like, a friend helped him out of the country. They did find his passport and stuff and, like, his license. So, I think maybe they gave him, like, a fake passport or, like, yeah. something. If you're rich enough, you can, you can get away with you can get rid- You can get away with anything. Oh, my God. You can get away with so much. Um, so, I wrote all that. And then I went to go back and, like, double-check all my stuff. And then I found a story from January 2020. Oh, my that. God. That was... <laughs> yeah. That, that just was, happened. Oh, my... That was, that's now. <laughs> that was five months ago? Yeah, right? Yeah, it's me. Yeah. So, the the nanny's son, the dead nanny's son, claims he's been tracking him for years. Lord Lucan. Like, he's on the shit. He's like, I'm oh, going to so sick. my mother, right? <laughs> this is like a movie. But he claims that Lord Lucan is actually a Buddhist. It won't say the name. He's a Buddhist living in Australia. I know. So weird. So, it's a very far-fetched. They're looking into it right now. It's an on. They reopened the investigation. Yeah. And they're looking for him. Oh, shit. That was just the icing on the fucking cake. Oh, I guarantee. Dude, if I murdered someone, you know I'd go deep Buddhism. Oh, my God. I would go where I don't... Actually, I'm sorry. I would turn myself in because I'm not a... Piece of shit? Total piece of shit. I believe that you would. But if I wanted to get away with it... I would feel so guilty. Dude, this guy... This is why we hate... I don't understand how people can, like... Just like pretend just like it move never on. Happened. I wonder if in their mind they're like, I they still push it out. You know what I mean? I still think about like the one time I didn't sit with someone at lunch and when I was ten. And you should have. Yeah. You know, like it's like they're I don't. Thinking about <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not. Oh, you know, you know they are. That's fair. No, no, it's like I think about things that I know no one else gives a shit about, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I messed up. Well, I'm a little murder. I wish I oh could my fix God. it. The second I saw somebody, I'd be like, fuck. I'm sorry. Not cool. I didn't, I didn't Even in that. like, I'd be like, dude, my bad. I'm sorry. Not great. <laughs> Not a great look. So, is he out there? 
We don't know. This is that's why I love a story because it's not it's open ended, and we if we find any more updates. So I'm sorry. Do we do we go on a girls trip and hunt him down? I'll chase that. Also, Hell yeah. I will sidebar. Super easy to get drunk when you're not the one telling the story. That's okay. Right? Because <laughs> yeah. I am have had like four mimosas. Mm. Have you had four since you... Oh, fuck. The bottle's almost gone. And I had a Bloody Mary before you got here. You sneaky little devil. Mm-hmm. I love drunk drizz. <laughs> my top three drizzes. <laughs> She's loved there for me, too. Yeah. All right. So my sources are obviously Wikipedia... Because, <laughs> Business Insider, that is a UK website, thefamouspeople.com, and eatingcollege.com. So, hey. that is the story of Lord Lucan and the murdered nanny. Wonderful. I love it. Thank you. Oh my god. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break. Yep. And then we'll, we'll dive in. Well, Tiana, what was your favorite drink of this brunch? You know, between the two, I would have to say, fuck. Mm, your Bloody Mary. It was good. Really? It was, yeah. it was definitely, like, good Bloody Mary. Mm. I drank so many mimosas, so I feel like it's hard for me to... Did you like the, uh, the lemonade, the blueberry lemonade? Honestly, I do like a good, like, lemonade for a mimosa. Yeah. I have a really good pomegranate juice. I almost too. Got pomegranate. I got it's really good. Good. Next time. Yeah, next time. But I drank. I mean, I had four mimosas to my two Bloody Marys. So I'll say. Oh it's my mimosa. god. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's pretty standard for us. I don't know. <laughs> I think that the thing is, it's way easier to get day drunk. Mm. Like. I feel like that's going to be like Brunch a consistent drunk. is like every other episode. We're which probably gonna. It's yeah. gonna be a little. It's a drunk episode. It's a drunk episode. A drunk episode. Good job. Love it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, um, what did you think about the story? I mean, I think I have heard it before. I can't remember where. It sounded weird. It does sound familiar. Me, but I don't know why. Um, and I think it. It's similar to that one. That one. My favorite murder. With the doctor who murders his entire family, and he's like allegedly still alive, and there's been yes, yes you know what I'm talking, exactly talking about. So it's similar Shout to that story where it's like it's so open ended. It's very open ended, which is I was very excited like. that there was an update in January. Yeah, so that's I mean, as recent as can be, right? Like this year, other than like if it was yesterday or this morning. In five minutes ago. That would have obviously been more recent. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> All right. You want to wrap us up, Deeth? Oh, with my I'll drink to that? Yes. Oh, my God. I haven't even thought of one yet. You don't have one either. Okay. So, I will drink to that. <laughs> um, you know, I think with the, the trying time in COVID, it's nice to be able to come and enjoy friends. And I will drink to my friends. I'll drink to that. Uh, Especially Jake Casto. <laughs> I'll drink to um, how uncomfortable I feel with Jake being in the kitchen as we record right now. 
<laughs> I'll drink to that. We're not great in front of audiences. And also to him, Venmoing me immediately after smashing my bong into a million pieces. Oh my god, really fast? Yeah. Did uh, the other one Venmo? No. Mm. That would be a Venno. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, um, follow us on Instagram at its.timeforwine. That's its.timeforwine. And my personal Twitter at drizzyhoper. That's Hopert, H-O-E-P-E-R-T. My IG, which, God, I'm so tired of spelling this, at T-I-A-N-N-A-L-Y-N-N-A-E. All the ends, baby. <laughs> <laughs>